Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Welcome to our 56th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we wanted to do a shot and a drink. And um, they're pretty cool. (laughs) Well, because of the episode, Mm -hmm. we chose to do, um, for the shot, it was an ex-boyfriend and an ex-girlfriend. Right. Seth had a a pink shot for the Mm ex-girlfriend. I had a blue shot for ex-boyfriend. And um, for our drinks, they are called Adios Motherfuckers. AMF. Oh, AMF. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Gotta give people a warning first. <laughs> sorry. Ooh. Yeah. It's so, good. yeah. So, yeah, we thought that it, w- it was a good idea to do something fun like this with the, I guess, wordplay yep. for our episode this week, which is... Well, we're not going to talk about what's in the drinks? Yeah. You yeah. just said the names of them. I know. Sorry, go ahead. The The shot was vanilla vodka, pineapple juice, and kinky. Oh, yeah, yeah, kinky, yeah. I don't, well, because we looked at one, and it, it called for that rated X stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they make that anymore. We didn't see it. But, it, I mean, it, it was looks the same exa- thing. It's exactly It's whatever same. kind of passion fruit. Yeah. Foofy. Uh-huh. How was liqueur. yours? Mine was really good. Because well, it was yeah. different, right? No. Oh. I just added food coloring to make oh. one blue and one pink. Oh, it's the exact okay. same ingredients. Okay. I just I put a little uh, toothpick uh-huh. of blue in your well, because mine was it was kind of a gross looking pink, like uh. a I don't know what it was, uh-huh. like a vomit pink. <laughs> gross. So I I added a little bit of uh, just a toothpick of red food coloring in mine, and then a toothpick of blue in yours. Oh, I didn't know That's that. How, yeah, it was oh, the exact okay. same. Okay. Yeah, all, all I could taste was the pineapple juice. Yeah, it was good. Um, that was really good. But then the AMF is, it's like a weird version of a Long Island iced tea. That's a different version. It's uh-huh. got uh, gin, vodka, tequila, rum, sweet and sour mix. Uh-huh. But then how it's different is you add, we added Sprite Zero uh-huh. instead of Coke. Coke. Like the Long Island's Coke, we had a Sprite Zero, and then Blue Carousel to give uh-huh. it the blue look. Yeah. No food coloring. No food coloring. No, no those. food coloring. It, just, it came out that blue. Yeah. But it's neat how, because when the ice rises, it kind of pushes the blues, the blue down. Yeah, it's kind of pretty. It looks like, like, I don't know, tropical or something. Mm-hmm. You know? It's good. Yeah. Oh, I haven't tried this one. Well, um, but, well, so, so we changed it up a little bit. I added raspberry vodka. Uh-huh. Um, I like it a lot better. Mm, yeah, that's really good with the raspberry. Yeah, yeah I regular like that. vodka. I thought it was. Once you start throwing blue carousel and stuff, I think it all tastes like kamikazes. Mm-hmm. And I can't drink a kamikaze. I can take a shot, mm-hmm. but that was when we tried it initially to see what it was going to taste like. I was like, yeah, it's like just drinking a big shot. Yeah, but the the raspberry. Yeah, gives wow. it a pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that gave it like an extra yeah. little fun flavor to mm-hmm. it. I like that. So, um, yeah, this week we're going to be talking about being friends with your ex. Um, so, before we get started with that, we we found a not-so-dumbass post of the week this week. Yeah. Um, that kind of went along with the exes thing. Yeah, we figured instead of blasting everybody for your dumbass post of the week. Um, and, and I wish I could credit this to somebody. 
mm-hmm. that I knew to be like, you redeemed yourself, but yeah. no. We still had dumbass posts that we could pick from, but we thought this was pretty in line with what we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it says, sometimes it doesn't work out with someone because they are a piece of shit who deserves a piece of shit, and you are not a piece of shit. Yeah. That's so true. I mean, that's... I mean, I think more than not when we've either seen people or we've been in the breakups or we've witnessed them or whatever it is, there's somebody that you're just like, they're just kind of a shitty person. Yeah, I know. And they deserve another shitty person. Yeah. Um, And then I don't know if it's bad when two shitty people get together because then they just are a shitty couple. Uh Uh-huh. But it's better that those two turds find each other than... (laughs) One of them dragging somebody down. But I, I thought it was a good one. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I got a kick out of it when I saw it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good. So, um, yeah, this this past week we put out a poll and got a lot of a lot of people voting, mm-hmm. a lot of feedback. Um, I think the... I didn't write it down. I should have wrote it down. But the, the end result of the poll... So what we asked is, would you be okay with your partner being friends with their ex? Mm-hmm. We um, did that on purpose. Yeah, and we we word it that way because because we like to we like you to self reflect. Well, and and we are big advocates of look at things from your partner's perspective. Yes. And a lot of times when you say, "Is it okay if someone is friends with their ex?" Most people typically their mind goes just straight to an incident when they've been friends with an ex, mm-hmm. and they immediately don't. Nobody wants to admit that what they've done is wrong. Mm-hmm. Or inappropriate or going to be judgmental or whatever. So they say, oh, no, there's nothing wrong with that. So when you flip it and you mm-hmm. say, would you have a problem with uh-huh. your partner? If you know their ex or you know what their ex looks like, that may have a factor into it. Mm-hmm. If, you know, there was... So if you had more insight in their relationship, that may factor into it. If it's somebody that you didn't know, some guy moved to your town and dated someone in another state over and you've never seen the person, don't know them, you, you may not really have that big of a problem with it because there's no mental threat, there's no emotional threat, there's really nothing there, so you may be quick to say, oh, yeah, it's not a, I don't care. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but, but with all of that, you have to, it kind of asking it that way forces you to kind of look at your own situation. Yeah, exactly. And be like, well, shoot, would I really be okay with that? Mm-hmm. Even if, yeah, because someone could say... The exact they could say yeah that I'm I'm we're I'm friends with my ex that's no problem mm-hmm. you know but asking it that way I like that we I like that we did yeah. like yep. that um, so yeah the I want to say that the percentages were around like seventy five percent this said, is on all the social media platforms yeah. yeah not just Facebook or just Instagram yeah seventy five percent said um, no you. There's, no, it's a problem. Yeah, yeah no way. I don't think so. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And then the other 25% said, yeah. yeah so course. once again, pretty lopsided. It wasn't even close. No. I mean, I know the Facebook one, there was only two people that said it was okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As of while we're recording, we screwed up and the polls running for like four days after yeah, we record. Yeah, we forgot to. But as yeah. of while we're recording, there were only two people. Had only had said it was okay. Yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook. There was yeah. there was a little bit more on Instagram that that said that, mm-hmm. but it's still very still, lopsided. Yeah, it was very it was very lopsided, and um, and then some people that voted it's okay commented with yes, yeah, their caveat or their well if or but uh-huh. yeah. only if and for you know whatever 
uh-huh. kind of reminiscent of what we talked about in the episode of Guy, can, can guys, guys and, and girls, girls be, be friends? friends? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. We thought it was kind of funny too. Like, okay, like it, there does have to be like some sort of uh, like exception. Yeah, mm-hmm. exception. Limitations. Well, yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah. And um, I mean, yeah, we understand. I guess that there's there's certain situations where. Like if, uh, I guess we need to define what we consider friend for being friends with your ex. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and and it's this, if, if anybody listening has not listened to "Can Guys and Girls Be Friends," it's it's my favorite episode we've ever yeah. we've ever done. Uh-huh. Um, it's we had a lot of feedback leading up to it, mm-hmm. um, and after it was a very very divided. You know, people were really dug in on one side or the other, and we had a lot that of conversations. Was close, so. It was very close, uh, but we had a lot of conversations with people after the episode that were like, "You changed my mind." Yeah, uh-huh. I that never thought cool. of it that way, mm-hmm. or I never looked at it from my partner's perspective. So it was—it's a really good, debatable episode to listen to and watch. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, at the end of the day, we are one hundred percent right in everything we said, <laughs> but. So. It's uh, even. I just listened to it again this past week, just mm-hmm. to kind of hear it again, and and I, I just I, I really really like that episode. It's mm-hmm. it's always been a even before we started doing the podcast, it was something that we had talked about, mm-hmm. and we share that on the podcast, and and so it's just something that's it's it's a I say it's a fun question to ask because I don't get mad about it, mm-hmm. but other people get very angry over that. But I see so kind of the same thing with this. But when one of the things that we said in that is it's the same with this is. The definition of a friend. We don't mean being friendly with. Yeah. We don't mean being cordial, cordial. with. Uh-huh. Not, well, we don't kill each other when we're in the same room, so we're friends. That's not what a friend is. Look at your friends who you're really, truly friends with, and do you have that same type of relationship, or are you pursuing that same type of relationship, or is your partner pursuing that relationship with their ex? Mm-hmm. And so, what do friends do? Friends go grab coffee together. Friends may interact in the same social circles. Friends may, uh, you know, text one another. They may talk on the phone with one another. If you are saying, well, me and my ex are still friends, but you don't ever talk, you may send a text once every two weeks about something your kids are doing, Mm -hmm. you're not friends. So we're not talking about that. Mm -hmm. Just just because you don't want to kill someone doesn't mean you're friends. And so I think that some people are like, well, we ended it amicably, so yeah, we're still friends. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, you're not. You're no, not friends. You don't. Not the same. Yeah, you don't really. You're not involved in each other's life. Mm-hmm. So, if you're not in that realm, then you've used the wrong definition of friend. So mm-hmm. you're not friends with your ex. Yeah. Um, now, if you have an ex that is involved in your life, now they come over to your house. They come to your cookouts. They. Your kids call them uncle or aunt or some yeah. weird thing like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. those are kind of what we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, that's weird. I think that's weird. Um, if so, your ex was in your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, we wanted to go over some of the the comments and stuff. That people, weird. <laughs> Seth's rolling his eyes. But uh, that people that said, yeah, you can be friends or I wouldn't mind or I wouldn't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Um, what they kind of came back and, you know, I guess messaged us or private messaged us and all that. So one of them is, I think it depends and probably should be determined on a case by case scenario. 
Exes are exes for a reason, so I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, that is just kind of like, well, maybe, but the, maybe the pro- not. The problem when you say case by case is everybody thinks that their situation is oh so special. Right. And one of the things that I've, I've had this conversation with people and they, they look towards, they, they look towards celebrities that are exes and are friends. They watch the Kardashians and so they see a, a Scott and yeah, that's, what's the short that's one's name? Still weird. Uh, Courtney. Courtney. Or, is it Courtney? Yeah, Chloe's a fat one. Yeah, Cl- Courtney. Or, yeah, it's Courtney. I'm sorry. Former fat one. I don't know what to call her. <laughs> that's not nice. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about it. But anyway, they see that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they have a good relationship. Well, no, they don't. But then they see other things like one of the really good examples for that side of the argument that I'll still shut down is The Rock. Oh, a lot of people yeah. don't know. And the only reason I know this, well, I guess he, he posts their daughter, but he and Danny Garcia, I knew he was his wife from when he was a wrestler. You know, I, I was watching wrestling before The Rock was the megastar that he is today. Mm-hmm. And when he was, you know, the third generation superstar wrestler in his family, his mother, his grandmother, and his wife at the time would come to the shows and they had a daughter together. Well, Danny and he own their production company. Mm. She's married. Uh-huh. He's remarried. They have a child together. I think they, I don't know if Danny has kids with her husband now, but he definitely has two kids with his uh-huh. his current wife. Um, but they do the red carpet thing together. They promote their business together. She shows up to his, when he does any wrestling comeback events, she's still very close with his mother. So there's this weird dynamic and people are like, well, see, they can do it. And the reason I shut that down is because, yeah, they can, because they're making millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. If you had to get along with someone and you needed to be friends because both sides of that argument are going to benefit financially in that magnitude, well, hell yeah, you can be friends. Well, Money can sway I mean, a lot of that stuff. I mean, I, it, if- it can. I, I, I think, okay, so I... <laughs> I think that they can for sure Mm -hmm. but uh i don't know i honestly don't know what kind of relationship you know i guess they have but i'm i'm thinking about um another tv couple but they're not maybe not definitely not as big as the rock Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they're on hgtv and they ended up uh i think it's christina and Tarek from yeah uh flipper flop i think Mm -hmm. it's called and they tried to make it work with as friends the, yeah with the family business type thing well now she has her own show yeah without him she said nope yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but i, I think I, I like bringing the rocket because it's it's one of those that people can tend to point to to be like look they have a great relationship she's uh-huh. she's at all of his events they're very supportive of one another they get along very well they have and, and my my pushback is yeah they're Billionaires, yeah. because of it, uh-huh. um, and it em- ended on mutual terms, uh-huh. which a lot of divorces do. But it doesn't mean you can maintain that level of friendship yeah. when there's, you know, like I said, I, I think money's very powerful. I mean, if you and I, if I had gotten divorced to my ex-wife, and we owned a billion-dollar business together, if I set you down and said, "Hey, you're the one I love, you're the one I want to be with," but this is our business, and you're going to benefit financially from my continued relationship with my ex. 
I and she has wonder. the same partner. Mm-hmm. Not saying it can't cause issues. Not saying it mm-hmm. still can't cause concern. But at face value, it seems to function. Right. Right. And I think it only functions because of the amount of money that's mm-hmm. involved. Yeah. But it could get ugly too, like mm-hmm. with with a lot of people. You don't know what's said behind closed yeah. doors. And, and yeah, I I would wonder like what what the Rock's wife thinks or what the other. Mm-hmm. Husband thinks, you know, or if she has a, a, a husband. Yeah, he, she does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what what he thinks about about it, you know, like right. that's that's pretty intimidating to yeah, to be with the rocks ex. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> really, you would think that, like, how am I gonna live up to him? Yeah. Type thing. Well, they split up before he really took off. Yeah. Even still, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, so that was one of the. The first comments that we got. Another one was another lady. A lady. The the first one was actually a guy. The um, next one, she says, "Well, hypothetically, he doesn't. He doesn't have any serious exes that are still around, or in contact with. But I'm voting yes because he would be true. I am friends with a few of my exes, and it's no threat. That's her perspective. Yeah." Uh-huh. A lot of times, I think, and this is, I don't know if I'm right or not, but I think when people vote, it's no big deal. It's okay to be friends. A lot of them vote that way because they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw that with the King Guys and the Girls Be Friends. Mm-hmm. We had people that were like, oh, most definitely, and they voted yes, and then their partner voted no. So it's like, okay, well, you, you guys obviously don't agree on this. Yeah. Um, or their partner didn't, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that didn't was really, really support funny. their take on it. Uh-huh. So I think it's the same thing with this. Mm-hmm. If, you know, when you say, are you saying that because you really wouldn't have a problem? Or are you like, well, I can't say I would have a problem because I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I know. And multiple? Yeah. With a few of my exes? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into my, I'll get into it when we yeah. start. I don't want to go too deep into the woods yet. So these other one, these other two... Um, are they kind of go along with the depends? It depends thing because yeah. um, this one says it definitely depends on the type of relationship and boundaries. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, and then the other one says depends on the situation. Um, and we're friends with a few, a few of them, and aren't with others. Um, this last one that we have, uh, she says, wait. Can there be another? I know some people who share kids who are friend who are quote unquote friends, and it annoys me when the new girlfriend doesn't support that because I know them and I know there's nothing left there. And so I think with that one, it, like how we said, how we define friends mm-hmm. in the beginning, I think that that's just because you have kids together and everything doesn't mean that. You should be friends mm-hmm. with each other. Um, it just... You... It doesn't mean you have to be friends. Yeah. And that one of the things that, that I see with that is people that that do that, that are like, you know, I, I, see, I see the stupid picture of the, the ex-husband and ex-wife, and in between them is the child with their soccer jersey on. Oh, I know. And then yeah. it's got each of their new partners that says stepmom and stepdad. And it's like, this is how you co-parent. Fuck you. Get out of here. That's stupid. <laughs> right, All right? Right. Um, 
So I, I think that people that that tend to go down there, I think if they quote unquote make it work, it's very forced, or it's not as big of this accomplishment and friendship as you think it is. Yeah. I mean, if you aren't really, if your kid is the only thing that ties you together, you're not friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I've said about coworkers: if going to the same place of business every day is the only reason you see each other. You're co-workers. You're not friends. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with a kid. You're just co-parents. You're not friends. We would go to the same sporting events that my ex-wife was yeah. at because my son was there. Right. Didn't mean we were fucking friends. Or sitting next to yeah. each other. <laughs> well, we did initially. Yeah, we did. But yeah. that was very, very uncomfortable. And then the next game, she wanted to bring a guy. Uh-huh. And then she had to go above and beyond uh-huh. to show that she was in a new relationship. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so that was just kind of, and he was scared to death to even look at you, look at me or yeah. come near me or anything uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I think that some of that stuff is forced. Now, I, I know that there are people that will adamantly disagree with that and mm-hmm. say, no, that's not true. We have figured out a way. And I'd like to know what that is. Mm-hmm. And we, we established in the Guys and Girls Can't Be Friends episode that they can't. Mm-hmm. And that's not even talking about exes. So if no. you if you think for a minute that I'm going to support, <laughs> I don't even support the idea that guys and girls are friends, mm-hmm. let alone that your ex-spouse is still your friend and yeah. involved in your life. Someone that and you that, were sleeping with. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, but, but people tend to want to wear that as this badge of honor mm-hmm. that like they're better than everybody else because... Well, I'm friends with my with my ex. Like, okay. Yeah. Cut the cord, let it go. Yeah. Get the net. You know? Right. I mean, there's it's funny cuz going through this, there's several articles out there um that talk about psychopathic behaviors of people that are friends with their exes. Oh, really? That, yeah, it talked about how uh, and it was mainly in guys. Uh-huh. It really wasn't geared towards the women. Uh-huh. So, ladies, calm down. But <laughs> It was geared towards men that were friends with their exes, and they had very similar thought processes of psychopathic and serial killer mentalities. Oh, my gosh. uh, Because it was a control thing Uh from the male. And once again, this is the same dynamic we get into with why guys and girls can't be friends, where most women that say they can, it comes from a very sincere spot. Mm -hmm. There's no ill intent. There's nothing behind it. And so I think that that's why women get so defensive about the X thing. Mm -hmm. Well, you may not have any ill intent or you may not have any lingering feelings for your, your male ex-husband that you have. And you think you guys are just friends, but if he is reciprocating that friendship, he may very well have control issues and these type of behaviors because yours uh, from the female perspective, it's so sincere and and well intended, mm-hmm. they don't see that there there could be bad pieces behind that from the opposite sex perspective. Yeah. And it's a difference of guys and girls. It's uh-huh. a difference of what they have. I mean, most guys, most normal red blooded American guys, understand that there is no need to maintain a friendship with someone of the opposite sex or maintain a friendship with an ex. Mm-hmm. And every guy that I have been friends with that is friends with their ex, had some serious emotional or mental type of mm. issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe it's because of that ex. You guys drove him crazy. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But Well, so, okay, like, 
I go I go back to even myself with my ex. And I remember when we first broke up and you and I first got together, I I thought that there was a possibility that we could still be friends. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we were together for 10 years and, you know, it's like you grow close to somebody and you you think, "Oh, they're probably going to be in my life forever." And as a and I think that's how I think how women think, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we broke up and I wanted to try to maintain that or at least <laughs> maintain some sort of I I guess being cordial or whatever mm-hmm. for our dog because we had quote unquote joint custody right. <laughs> of our dog. So like he would pick up my dog from my parents' house and all this stuff. But Anyway, with all of that, he ended up trying to to make my life hell. Yeah, he was trying to manipulate you. And he would, I mean, he would call me all the time because he, I, I mean, I've said it in previous episodes how needy he was mm-hmm. and how I felt like a mother and and everything. And so he would still continue to call me even when we were broke up. How do I pay the internet bill? Yeah, how do I do this? How yeah. do I do that? And you're not going to help me and blah, blah, blah. You did this to me. You have to help me. Yeah. yeah it and, was your fault. And I helped. He was helpless. I helped out a lot, like probably more than I should have. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to help out like I did, but I felt guilty, I guess. And, uh, and so finally... There was one point, like after every time I would get every, every time I would get off the phone with him, I would be so upset and just angry. It was the same reaction. He would call. He called a lot, mm-hmm. so he would call the uh, every time he called was at the worst time. But usually it was when we were uh, we were together, we mm-hmm. were doing something, we were driving around something, and every call would start off pretty much the same mm-hmm. with kind of a "What do you want?" Mm-hmm. and then it was the. You're going to have to figure this out on your own. Mm-hmm. And then it was the, I don't know what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. And then it was the hang up and it was the, <laughs> my gosh, he's so stupid. This, and you would just get back to, you would feel the exact same way you did when you were with him. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. And I would still allow him to Control make me feel this yeah. way for I don't know, a few months at yeah. least. And uh, finally I was like, you know what? I remember, well, I remember well, I you. Say, I remember you saying this guy right here laid on some good advice. <laughs> Seth told me I don't me. just lay down good pipe. It was laid down advice. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> up. You you were like, how does that make you feel? Yeah, I wasn't mad. Day? Yeah, I wasn't like you need to quit talking to him. No, look at what I I didn't do anything because I couldn't tell you what to do because I had to maintain some form of relationship with my ex because of our son. Yeah. So I, it wasn't fair to me to be like, you need to write him off and get him out of here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I wasn't demanding about it. But that's what I said. Yeah. I was like, well, as soon as you're on the phone, I said, how, how do you feel every time you talk to him? I was like angry, mm-hmm. mad, sad, <laughs> everything, all kinds of different emotions. And, you know, and, and, he, and Seth just made me realize, like, gosh, yeah, every time I get off the phone with him, this is how I feel. Why am I why am I still talking to him? Mm-hmm. Why am I trying to maintain any kind of a relationship with him? So yeah, I had to end up changing my number and mm-hmm. you did it like the next day. Mm-hmm. You you 
changed your number. You blocked him on every platform of everything you could, and he was never able to get in touch with you again. Mm-mm. Um, and I got my way. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, you're proud. <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I think that, and I, I remember being like so jealous because I was like, man, I wish I could do that. Really? Yeah. I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to see her. I don't want to deal with her. I wish I could do the same thing and not have to deal with it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was I was kind of jealous that you were able to just uh-huh. just cut it off and rip the Band-Aid off and then it was over. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that, uh, you know, of course we, we, we say a lot. We actually haven't said it in a while, I don't think, but uh, we, we don't feel that... that your marriage or your relationship with your partner should take a lot of effort. It should be effortless. Mm-hmm. And we feel the same way with all relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Friendships, you know, all that stuff. It shouldn't take a lot of work. And and it's okay to look at these relationships and, and so-called friendships and lingering relationships with exes and say, well, what am I getting out of it? Yeah. What, what type, and it sounds like that, that, that girl on that show, does this bring me joy? <laughs> yeah. But it's the same thing. Uh-huh. When you talk to someone or you see someone or you interact with them, does it make you happy? And if it doesn't, they don't need to be in your life. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if you're related to them, if you were married to them, if you are married to them, if you dated them, if they're any part, shape, way, shape, or form connected to you, if they don't bring happiness to your life, they don't need to be in your life, Mm-mm. plain and simple. And so I think that you shouldn't have to force or try to make a friendship with an ex work. Yeah. And for every one person out there that says, I don't, there's 500 that are doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would still debate that that one isn't as special as they think they are. Yeah. That they're still, because I know like my ex, my ex would be like, oh yeah, I'm still friends with, with Seth. And you, I wouldn't have said the same thing. Right. And she took the she took that as we aren't arguing on the phone. We're not yelling at each other. And the same thing you, you tend to see people and, and women will say, oh, I get along with my ex way better now that we aren't partners. Yeah. Well, it's because he doesn't have to live with your miserable ass. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's not like he wants to be your best friend and still maintain some kind of relationship. Yeah. So. Once again, he's probably like, "Fuck that!" Thank yeah. God, I'm. I mean, her and I would have very cordial conversations. I'd get oh, off the yeah. phone and I would look at you and I'd be like, oh, "My gosh, mm-hmm. I can't wait for the day that my son's old enough and I don't have to have these conversations anymore." Because uh-huh. um, I was, I, I'm a big. I've said I'm a big bridge burner and I'm a big. Once the this friendship relationship, whatever's over. I don't really care if I ever see you again. I don't sit back and think fondly of the good times. It's just you made me miserable enough in some way, shape, or form. I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> and so... I don't know how... I, I waited mean, years to be able to hit that point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I think that, like... I mean, I was thinking when... I think I've brought it up on another episode how... How... You know, when you are the... The partner that, I don't know, like when... The dumpy or the dumper? No, no. Um, When you... Okay, so like, I brought it up. You and your ex had a a garage sale. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know, like jealous or something that... Like, I don't know what's going to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. Are they going to try to make things work and get back together? And I think that a lot of people can think that right when 
your you had something there mm-hmm. at some point in your life. You guys did love each other. You did yeah. have good times together. That's why you were together in the first place. And so there is always I think anyway, there is always something in the back of your mind that's like, ooh. What if? Yeah. yeah. What if they did decide to to m- try to make things work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I still would have thought at that point you knew I couldn't stand her enough that that wasn't going to be. Yeah, I don't know. An I don't option. Know. I don't know what I was. But thinking. I think that e- even knowing as even hearing you say that and knowing as vocal as I was about my disdain for her, and you were still worried. Mm-hmm. Think about how that feels when. If you're that person that won't say a lot of negative things about your partner and or about your ex, I know. and then your current partner is still worried, uh-huh. how threatening that can feel. Oh to yeah, your partner. probably ten times worse than oh, how yeah. I felt. Yeah. So I didn't say one good thing about her no. to you. I said nothing but negative, and then for you to still be like, "Oh, what if?" Mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody's like, "Oh, you know, we 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 didn't we didn't make you know the best you know couple when we were married," but. They're still a really good person, and they still did this. And they still, if they have all these compliments to pay, and you're saying that to your current partner, they're going to definitely feel threatened, yeah. and that what if's going to be way bigger. Uh-huh. And then you top that with, yeah, but we're still friends. Uh-huh. Why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no, you need to quit that right now. Well, okay, so going back to uh, you brought up a little bit earlier about um, you know your the kids calling your ex-uncle and this and that. Mm-hmm. Well, we we personally know somebody, a couple that is like that. And they had, they literally The ex had, is still involved in their yeah, new life. And the ex was in their wedding. Mm-hmm. Was the best man, or but not best man, but like the maid of honor. Right. Or whatever, however you want to call it. The man of honor. The man of honor. Um, on the bride's side. Mm-hmm. And then the the husband had... The groom had a female as his best uh-huh. man. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you didn't go to that wedding. No, I, went, huh? I went to that wedding. I didn't know them yeah, at that when, point. When I was with my ex. And it was just awkward. And I knew the... I don't know if the... I, I, I almost feel like it was probably that they were okay with it because they were both doing it yeah mm-hmm. and maybe they really were okay well i i would i would like to say that they really were okay with it but i know the the bride was not did not they like were really the, good well it's one of those things where when you're doing girl. something that you don't want to stop doing mm-hmm. if you're a guy and you're friends with a girl and you don't want to stop being friends with her you can't get mad at your girl for being friends with a guy so you're kind of like, yeah, this is fine, I, I guess. I'm, well, I'm not giving this up, so I can't ask her to give that up. Mm-hmm. Usually, naturally, those things kind of should work themselves out where you should grow up enough and realize that it's a pointless relationship to try to maintain anyway. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we've said before, and we'll say it a hundred times more, that you can't even have a 50-50 relationship with someone at at least 51% has to go to or should go to your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody else should get the leftovers. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I still see all, 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 and I keep thinking about our, our guys and girls can't be friends episode because there's everything that we said in there as to why it's not possible 
applies, but at a more severe rate, I think, when it comes yeah. to an ex. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. I mean, trying to convince your partner that you're friends with someone that you never had any sexual interaction. I mean, all the things that we talked about, about how a natural, normal friendship doesn't take justification. It doesn't take defense. I don't have to, you know, I use the example of I've never had to explain or defend my relationship with some of my closest friends to any girl. Mm-hmm. I've never had to try to convince someone that I didn't want to sleep with one of my guy friends. Yeah. I didn't want to, I never had to convince anyone that they didn't want to sleep with me, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so that puts a different level of strain and defense in that what if and that exceptions and all that that make it not a true friendship. Mm-hmm. Now, you take all that aside, and now you're stuck saying, yeah, this is someone that that I lived with, we bought a house with, we had sex all the time, we have kids and all that, but we're just friends. (laughs) I know. That's way worse than even trying to, this is the girl that lived down the street from me that... That used to have a crush on me. That used to have a crush on me, and she's married with five kids now. Uh Uh-huh. There's no threat there at all. We're still (laughs) just friends. If that's hard enough to justify you damn straight that the x thing is way harder oh yeah i know and i i still just i still just ask people well what are you getting out of it Mm -hmm. what is being friends with your ex giving you Mm -hmm. and and people people tend to think that there's this really negative thing with well not every relationship has to provide me something but yeah, it does. Yeah, why would it should? You be why in... are you in it? Mm-hmm. I mean, are, do you really think that the world is Facebook and that we all really truly believe that three thousand people actually even know who you are <laughs> or are your friend? I know. Yeah. You know, if people were just friends with just their friends, it would be a pretty short list. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, not yeah, not nothing like Facebook. Yeah. And, yeah, and so in that short list of who you decide to have in your inner circle. You, it's like the girl said, your ex is for a reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the guy that said that. Or the guy that said uh-huh. it. Yeah, figures. <laughs> your ex is for Shut a reason. Up. So you need to remember what that reason is. That doesn't mean you have to hate the person. doesn't mean you have to not be friendly to them when you see them. Mm-hmm. And once again, that's why we like to define what we mean when we talk about friend. Uh-huh. It's not this casual, I don't ever see you. Here and there, and I don't ever see it this, and but we may bump into each other, mm-hmm. or I may see at the kids' event, or I'll see you when you come and pick the kid up, and I'm not gonna change the locks and flip you off, and yeah, you know, drag your name through the mud. But once again, it just that's not a friendship. No, uh, uh-uh. I know. Well, and I mean, even even though like with your with your ex, like you know, it's obvious. I'm sure that everyone knows how what what you feel about her that you don't care for her, but we were all still friendly with each other. It wasn't like we were yeah. mean or we never had a blow up. We no. never had an altercation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we because of Seth Junior, we yeah. we all acted like adults. Yeah, you you can dislike someone and still act like an adult. Mm-hmm. You can dislike someone and still have a pleasant conversation if you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not being fake. It's being a grown-up. Mm-hmm. And, and there, were, there was no point in her and I getting into it at sporting events. And that was why even she, she was... The, the texting was what would really just bother me. Mm-hmm. Because she would send these massive long texts about 
whatever she was. You you could almost tell like she was in a mood. Oh, like ah, uh, like she would. Uh, what I assumed, and I could be wrong, but what I was assuming, and 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 my son kind of backed this up a little bit was. Mm-hmm. Her and her new partner would get into a fight, and she would decide to pick a fight with everybody else. Oh, gosh. So yeah. she would be fighting with my son, and uh-huh. then she would decide to fight with me. And I would just I just quit responding. Yeah. I just wouldn't text her back. I would wait like a day <clears throat> to text like, her back. Like, you, you did this for how many years to me, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, fought with me, and made me feel like shit, and then you're trying to do this again, right. and we're not even together? Yeah. 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 Oh no, I'm not gonna deal with that. Right. But I think that even in situations where that's not happening, that's why people tend to think, well, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't fight. Mm-hmm. Well, just because you don't fight doesn't mean you need to be best friends. Yeah. I mean, once again, your ex is for a reason. And not best friends, even just friends. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that even looking at what we've said from other perspectives and on on other episodes is. Does your partner really, truly not have a problem with it? Mm -hmm. And if they do, you damn well better be choosing your partner's feelings over your friendship with your ex. Mm -hmm. That's another thing that, like, why I'm glad that we worded the the poll the way we did Mm -hmm. is to create some conversations with your partner, with Mm -hmm. every you know everyone interacting with their partner and asking them well well huh like would you be okay if i you know if i was friends with my ex or what do you think about this mm-hmm. you know because i think that it gets people talking it gets people um just thinking about it right and just actually wanting to to figure out how they should proceed mm-hmm. <laughs> whether they should be friends or not with their ex yeah well, and, and, and to see how your partner really feels about it. Because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times your partner is not going to be like, I have a huge problem with this. I, I think that it's like we've talked about in the jealousy episode. And it's like we talked about on the Friends episode that most people don't want to come out of the gate as confrontational. And as we said in the, in the I believe it was a jealousy episode, when you initially start that relationship. I mean, a lot of, and, and I see this with exes. Um... I'll see it on, on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. A single woman with kids uh, will be like, my baby daddy's still in my life, and, and you, need to, you need to understand that if we're going to be a thing because of my kids, and my kids come first. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, poor old guy decides to start dating this, this, this girl, which that post probably should have been a big, big red warning flag not to mess with him in the first place. But <laughs> right. he decides to start dating her, and... They're together for a while, for months, maybe even a year. And he's like, you know what? This this whole ex-baby daddy thing has got to stop. Mm-hmm. Well, I told you. You knew before we even got together. Yeah. And, and it's your initial interest in that person isn't an investment yet. After you've been with them for a period of time, your perspectives and your value of your own relationship hopefully increases and changes. And what wasn't a threat initially is now a threat. Mm-hmm. And it's because your relationship actually matured. It's not a bad thing, but people tend to look at it like just like that. Well, you've known for how long that this was how it was, and now you have a problem with it. And it's like, well, I, I kind of had a problem with it initially, but it wasn't that big a deal. But we're so close now, and I care about you so much, and I want our relationship to work so bad. It is now a problem. Yeah, well, and who is more important? Yeah. Your, 
Your ex should not be more important than your current partner. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. Another thing that I was thinking about with exes is the ex's families. Mm -hmm. Because that's a thing, too. And I think that, like, even with with my ex, um, you know, he had sisters and stuff, and I was really, really close with them. And I think, again, there for a while, like, we thought that we could try to keep in contact and mm-hmm. stuff. And, and at least, I know at least one of them at the time, you know, knew, okay, yeah, like, Crystal's leaving him for a reason. And mm-hmm. she has a good reason to, to leave him. But I, we, couldn't, we couldn't stay friends. Yeah. We, we could not. I had to cut that all off, too. Mm-hmm. I had to end everything. It didn't matter who, you know, if I was still trying to be friends with the family. And and I've mentioned before, you know, like that he had nieces and nephews and stuff that knew me as Auntie Crystal. Right. You know, and I had to cut that off too. Right. You have to, I mean, I think that you have to cut off all, yeah. all ties with everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, it's another it's another piece of the puzzle. Of so some people can't let go. Some people have to, and that's where I think you see this control issues. Um, you know, on, on my on my dad's side of the family, they would have little get get-togethers and Thanksgivings and family reunions, things like that. And there were exes there of people that were now. You know, once you're an ex, you're not. You're not part of the family. Mm-hmm. You are an ex. That mm-hmm. means excommunicated. You know, it's done. You're you're no longer part. And they would show up to these events because they were still close with other people in the family. Yeah. And well, it's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that is way awkward. And then like their kids would be like, oh well, that that's my dad, and and I still want him. Well, then no, you guys need to go have Thanksgiving together with your own, with your dad. Yeah. Don't bring your ex dad to the family where his ex wife and her new husband and their kids are all here with the actual family they are currently connected to. Mm-hmm. You're you look like a desperate control freak from that type of perspective. Yeah. It's like, dude, get out of here. You don't need to be coming around here with that. But do you blame him or do you blame the the cousins and the other guys that were friends with him and their drinking buddies I know. that bring him to all the family events. I know. You know? Yeah. It's because they're like, oh, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. We all we all love you. You know, your party time, whatever they want to do in there to justify to him that it's okay to show up to those events mm-hmm. when uh, you're wrong. <laughs> you shouldn't be there. Well, I, I even dealt with it, like, with my own family. Like, um... Telling my ex happy birthday and stuff. I'm like, why in the fuck are you telling him happy birthday? Oh, other people in your family telling yeah, him happy birthday. Telling my ex happy birthday yeah. when he's not fucking part of the family anymore. Like, well, he never was. You weren't married. That's true. That's another thing that That's pisses true me too. off. That, yeah. yeah, and so it's like, okay, you guys, like, who, who are, who's your family? Mm-hmm. Is it me? Or is it him? Right. Pick a fucking side. Yeah. So I guess you guys chose him <laughs> if you're telling him happy birthday. Nobody tells me happy birthday. <laughs> this is true. But yeah, you know, it's it gets irritating, I guess, from both mm-hmm. both sides. Like, because 
you know, it could be like, I could look at it like if, like if your mom was really close with your ex Mm -hmm. and invited her to, you know, know, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. And then them being all close and talking and stuff and taking selfies together. Yeah. I'm like, okay, like that's weird. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, when it's just me and her alone, we, she, she takes selfies with me and is sweet with me. I'm like, but then talks well, trash about my ex. Yeah. I'm so glad you're with Seth now. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. The, that's just, I don't know. I guess that's a whole other mm-hmm. freaking episode. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that the, uh, that there is a level of support that probably should play into effect when, when the ex is over. I mean, I, I look at, my ex is um, one of her brothers and I. We're, we're close. We mm-hmm. we had a great time. Whenever I would go, when it, my military stuff would take me near where they lived, and so I would go and stay with him mm-hmm. and and his wife. And it, I mean, that even brings up another dynamic. His his mom tried to maintain a relationship with his ex so she could still see the kids, and would try to. Like, take her side on some things. If she knew she had the kids that weekend, she would get all over my ex-brother-in-law to take his ex's side so she could benefit from seeing the kids. Really? Yeah. And oh. So she would kind of put herself in the middle. Oh, but, that's weird. But, uh, you know, my ex-brother-in-law and, and you know, and I, we, we would drink together. We would run around together. We went and got tattoos together. I mean, we we were pretty close. He liked me a lot. I liked him a lot. And, and we just really got along. But one of the casualties of my ex and I's relationship falling apart was that mm-hmm. you you can't you can't cling on to those other you know kind of pockets of relationships through that. I know um, because it's it, it it needs to be a clean break for everybody to heal and move on and be yeah. healthy and find new relationships. And you see a lot of people that cling on to those relationships never move on. I know they end up just staying. Either they either they date a whole lot and they don't ever commit to anything, or they don't ever date again and they're they're just stuck in the past and they they haven't moved on and that's why you need that clean break for everyone and that's one of the things that when you look at what you did with your ex with you know giving that clean break of you can't contact me anymore this is not an option he was forced to grow up or be homeless mm-hmm. you know he his survival instincts hopefully kicked in. And that's one of the things that whenever you break it off with someone, if you have these other family members or friends or or people that were in your circle that are coddling and supporting the person, the other person you broke up with, that's now no longer part of of your immediate circle or family, they don't ever move on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think that is a big, that is a big thing. I think that they, it's... It really, I mean, it sounds like, it sounds mean sometimes, I guess for women probably mostly, to to cut it all off and Mm -hmm. to let them be and let them learn on their own, but they have to do that. They have to, you have to cut it all off in order for them to hopefully grow Mm. and learn new things too. I mean, right. at least for, with me and my ex, you mm-hmm. know, I, I would hope that because of what I did, that he was able to, 
to actually move on and, you know, pay his bills on his own or, you know, do all that stuff Mm -hmm. and learn and be an actual adult. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, that's what you have to do to move on. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you don't, you're, you know, you're just asking for all kinds of problems because everybody else is moving on. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that that's that's one of those signs of it's you you can't say that a door closed another opened if you're keeping the first door propped open. Yeah. And and you have to let it close. And I think that not continuing a relationship with him in the manner that we've discussed here today not not you know not being mean not being rude not you know things like that but understanding that there's no point in pursuing any type of level of relationship outside of pleasantries if we happen to run into each other mm-hmm. um, yeah but you shouldn't be you shouldn't be friends on social media no. you should people are like well what what harm does it well you're not moving on mm-hmm. move on i mean one one of the th- and, and i'm pretty cold with that type of stuff i think one of the things that, that i don't know if i've talked about on here i think i've told you before was when i was in the military if we had someone that that died um specifically oh, yeah. you know whenever i was on uh deployment things like that we didn't keep their pictures up. It was like the day they died, we pulled them down, and it wasn't to be cold-hearted and forget they were never here, but you can't move on when you're still clinging to the past. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be clinging on with both hands. You can still just have one hand behind you kind of dangling out there, hoping that the past is going to grab onto it. But those are slowing you down from making the forward progress that you need to move. And if those relationships, if your relationship with your ex is causing any any type of issues with your current partnership it needs to be done away with mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. you should not be having to calm your partner down because you are choosing to try to maintain a friendship or relationship with your ex yeah i know if that's so important and that's a priority and you want to go to that i told them whenever we got together this is how it was then you shouldn't be in a relationship well no why did you why are you and your part or your ex Exes. exes then yeah yeah why aren't you guys together if you love him so much mm-hmm. or love her so much that doesn't make any sense to me well that's why you you'll you'll see and, and we've seen it a few times where the and i don't know why it worked out this way i don't know if, if i don't know if there's any statistical data behind it but you most of them from my perspective have been guy and girl get divorced guy remarries and moves on and girl does not and she tends to talk about how great her relationship is with her ex-husband. And I really just don't think he says the same thing. I don't think his new wife talks about her mm-hmm. the way that the ex-wife now talks about the current wife. Because she may not even say anything bad about her at all. Mm-hmm. But the current wife may be like, God, she just needs to cut the cord and get out of here. Yeah. We're, just, we're always seeing her, always talking to her, always have to help her out and things like that. When. It should not be part of the equation. Uh-huh. You know, you, you have closed that door. You've shut that book. It's time to start over. Mm-hmm. And, and you shouldn't be reverting back to that. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's where, if, if it's causing any issues, if you and your partner are, are discussing it or having an argument about it or it, it's causing problems, you shouldn't have to set the boundaries for your partner. If your ex is causing issues, maybe you need to set boundaries for them yeah. and say, hey, we are not in a relationship. I'm not going to, you know, tell you to go to hell and I don't ever want to see you again because we have this. And that's the thing. If you don't have kids together, 
I really don't get it because I think that's the only way for me. I you can convince me that they have to even maintain some level of relationship. Yeah. Because you have children together. I know. Children, once they are adults, you do not have to do that any longer. Well, I'm yes, I agree with that. I mean, you are still going to to probably see them for certain things though. You're gonna see them like when, yeah, at weddings when Seth and, gets married, yeah. you know, she'll yeah, be maybe. there. I don't and, know. I mean, yeah. More than likely, you know, those those things are still going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, but once they, most of the time, once they are an adult, then they they pretty much choose who. Yeah, but, but even uh, what, what I'm saying is from the time that he turns 18 until he gets married and has kids, I don't have to maintain any relationship with her at all. Mm-hmm. I don't have to talk to her about grades. I don't have to talk to her about yeah. his his medical bills. I don't have to talk to her about any of that stuff. Yeah, that's that's he's an adult. She is no longer part of that equation. I'm not part of that. And he's not part of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to have any kind of relationship with her yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. And whenever he does get married, it doesn't have to be unpleasant. Yeah. I don't have to hang out and talk or anything. Right. Um, yeah. I may, but I, I may thank her. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that my my point behind that is if you if you don't have children together that still have to turn into adults and you have to co-parent mm-hmm. i have no idea why you're still in each other's lives yeah yeah well co, co if, co-dog parent <laughs> see i think that's still and it still didn't work out yeah it's not going to work out yeah mm-hmm. because you realized he was only doing that to still maintain some level of control. Mm-hmm. And once you made him go pick up the dog from your parents and you weren't there, mm-hmm. he didn't want to see Blade anymore. Well, but, and then, like, I mean, he would he would still ask my sister about Blade, like, in conversation and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you really care? Do or you is really? that just an in? Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's irritating. Mm-hmm. Get out. Well, when I, th- I think that when, when a breakup initially happens, I think there there are good intents. And things. I mean, that's why the classic line of I still want to be friends. Yeah. Is it never means I still want to be friends. It means I don't want you to flip out and be mad at me and hate me right now. But it doesn't well, really mean. I think it means it, 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 I still want you in my life some. Really? Every time I said it, I didn't mean it. I just said it because I thought it would soften the blow. Really? Uh, <laughs> oh. Well, maybe it's different for guys and girls. I think it may be. You know, because, I mean, yeah, I I thought, oh, yeah, I, I really did think, not even just for my, pre like, the most previous ex, but, like, my other, I think maybe especially one previous ex, I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to maintain some sort of friendship. Why? I don't know. Well, so, so, but I think that's a good question. Why do you think people, because I think people listening will be like, well, could say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I'm friends with all my exes. Once again, are you really friends with them mm-hmm. or are you social media? Because I, I see, I even see that. I, I, I have uh, this, these, these two people that I knew when I was younger. He, uh, he's been married and has a kid. She's been married twice and has a couple of different kids and things like that. And they still comment on each other's posts. I don't know if their current partners in relationships know that they used to date. Oh, I don't yeah. know if that's it, um, or that's just my small town mentality. You know how they all just kind of pass each other around, like oh yeah, like oh. the lazy Susan in the middle of the table. <laughs> but um, I don't know if that causes problems or not. Mm-hmm. 
I am not commenting on any ex's social media stuff. I'm yeah. not letting her or them comment on any of my stuff. Yeah. Because um, I'm not friends with any of them. Mm-hmm. Even via social media. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. And, and you... You were friends with some yeah. of your exes and on And we didn't media. even fight about that. Mm-hmm. You, I, I can't remember how that got brought up. I just, I, I think, think I said I've... something like, like I think I may have even been joking, like, who's that? Is that an ex-boyfriend? And you were like, no, I'm not friends with any of my ex-boyfriends. Yeah. And I was like, what? I said, you don't, none of your exes are not even on Facebook? And you were like, no. And so I deleted all of mine, like, right after you said that. You didn't <laughs> yeah. even say, you need to do that. I was yeah. like, oh. I, I just never even thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um because it was Facebook friends to me was a non-threatening. Yeah. It's not like I was, or they were messaging me on the side. or Right. I wasn't liking any of their stuff. It was just uh-huh. kind of, and I don't know why people do that. I don't know if it's, if, if you're friends with an ex on social media and you don't ever like their stuff and they don't ever like yours, are you just spying on each other? Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't understand the point of that. Yeah. But and so right after you and I had that conversation, I was like, and and, and we're I'm talking we're talking high school, like yeah. these are girls I hadn't seen in over twenty years, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh well, that's just not fair. I'll just yeah delete uh-huh. them all. Yeah, I know. Well, I think that the the other the other guy that I was like wanting to maintain a friendship with, I think that he was the one that like broke my heart. Like, he was my first love. Right. And I wanted, I want, I don't, I guess I'm, I just wanted Yeah, but, you, I mean, you're talking, how old were you at this point? 16? 16 years old. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And so, but it, at what point do you think you would have been old enough where you realized that that wasn't, you, you didn't care or it wasn't feasible? Well, I think it was, I mean, later on. Because I think yes. it's, when you're in high school, it's different. Definitely. Because you... You can't see past 12th grade uh-huh. or college, yeah. maybe. Maybe you have enough foresight to look well, past and, college. But even like even when I was with my ex, the other ex like contacted me before and was, was like um, telling me how crazy his baby mama was and all this stuff and mm-hmm. and like and obviously now I look back and it's like wow that is very. It's unhealthy. Oh yeah. It's very unhealthy to, to not move on and, and, cause I mean I was in my twenties at least mm-hmm. when he was doing that, and. And you were already in another relationship. And I was in. Yeah. What did your current boyfriend at that time? Oh, he think didn't. About that? He didn't know about it. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> it, that's the other thing. If your partner doesn't know about it, you're keeping a secret. Yeah. Uh huh. I know. If if you're saying, well, I'm friends with my ex, and it works fine because my partner doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> then that's it's not thing. working. Right, right, yeah. Uh-huh. No. That's funny. But, yeah, I don't know. It's but, funny. I mean, the reason I ask that, though, is, is because, like I said, I think a lot of people, or I, I don't know a lot of people, obviously from the polls, more people side with us than don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is nice. But it, just like the guys and girls can't be friends, the ones that don't side are very loud about why they don't side. Right. But I wonder if we have if we would have asked asked it a different just a way. flat question. Yeah. Can you be friends with the next? Uh huh. What yeah, yeah if it what been the different. polls were gonna yeah. say then. Because I think a lot of people would have been quick to say, Oh yeah, no problem. 
Yeah, but I mean, that's why we did it the way we did it. Yeah. But I, I think that, you know, th- that's why, and it's probably the fourth time I've tried to circle back to this, but it's, that's why <laughs> I asked that question of when, when a girl or a guy or whoever, when you're ending the relationship or the relationship is ended and you're like, well, I still want to maintain something, what is that something and why? Mm-hmm. And the reason I asked that is because I remember when, when I got, when my ex-wife told me she wanted a divorce, I had nothing. I had no friends. I had no family near me. I had no personal life. I had absolutely nothing outside of my son and work. Mm-hmm. And so I remember one of the when I was sitting there after she told me, and, and I was just kind of like thinking, like, what, what is this going to mean? What's this going to do? I, I said, well, who am I going to talk to? Yeah. Because I was like, I don't, I, there wasn't even, aside from my mom, I didn't even have anybody I could pick up the phone and talk to about anything. And so, and she was like, well, you can still talk to me. We, we've been together for 12 years. You're my best friend. That's what I told my ex too. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And I think at the time I, I believed it. Mm -hmm. I was like. Okay, well, we're still best friends. We just we just can't be married. Mm-hmm. And then I realized meeting a real partner best friend how inaccurate that entire conversation statement was. Yeah, I know. And I I don't know if her response was sincere. Mm-hmm. I I can see you know someone like me giving that type of response but just trying to kind of put the fire out and being like, "Oh, well, well, you can still talk to me. Anything to get out of this uncomfortable situation right now, you know, <laughs> well, maybe or, or, it was or whatever. Sincere. I mean, but... I know that I was trying to be sincere about it. Mm-hmm. Whenever, because because he was like, I don't have anybody. I don't have, you know, all I have is you and my Which, grandparents. His statement of that was totally different than mine because mm-hmm. he had sisters and cousins yeah. and nieces. I mean, he had a family. He mm-hmm. had friends. He had his network mm-hmm. of whatever. So his. I think it was for him. It was it was it was actually realizing that all of these other people were actually there for him, right? Not just me. Not just you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And seeing that was where I didn't even have that. That Uh there there wasn't this realization of oh, everybody's got my back, or I had I had all the support I didn't know existed because that that really didn't exist. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people tend to say I don't have anybody but you. When well, no, you do. You have a lot of people. And so when I when I say that I, I I just I think some people are like thinking what I would think. No, shut up. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, no, this was where I lived, where I was at because of my work and yeah. all of this. It was like you were out in a nothing. different state, away from everybody that you knew. So you really didn't. Yeah, have and because anybody. of my work, I hadn't been able to make any new friends. Mm-hmm. You didn't have you didn't have like a social life because of mm-hmm. like your your hours and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But so so, but, but that's why I asked the question of of why do people say that? Is is it really what's the intent? And I think that I don't really know what even my ex like. What did you think? Did you think that we would? Did you really say that because you thought that we would still have long conversations? Did you think that I would want to call you and talk to you about my dating life or? problems I was having with my new girlfriend or, or I mean what what was the point of that conversation I yeah. mean is there 
And once again, I ask this from a really cold-hearted kind of ignorant point because I don't see the value in it, uh, period. Mm-hmm. And so, Anymore. Yeah. At the time you did. No, because I didn't intend on... But Well, at the time it felt comforting for her to say that to you, though. Oh, yeah, I guess from that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, 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 I just don't understand what the... You know, what, what, what do you think it's going to look like in three months or three years? Yeah. You know, or you really think you're going to be friends? And, and that's where I think that people tend to have some of those similar conversations when they break up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they maybe go back. Well, I, I, told, I told him when I dumped him that I'd always be there for him, and I'm not breaking that promise. And it's like, well, that was during the breakup. I kind of think you get a... <laughs> you get a pass. You get a pass. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I know. I guess that's kind of that's kind of mean because it's a it's not a promise that you I wonder I mean for me I thought I think I thought it was a promise that I would keep but as the as But it's something that as is everything said in moved the, on. It's something that's said in the spur of the moment that has no longevity context behind it. Yeah. I think it's just something people say to say because they feel obligated to say it. Yeah, I guess that's Whether it's true. sincere or not. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because at the time, you're like, oh my gosh, I've hurt this person. They're hurting. Yeah. I, don't, I don't intend on ever... You don't want to say, I don't like you. Don't ever talk to me again. I don't want to see you. Uh-huh. You, you. Nobody says that when they break up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so what else do you say? I know. And so you, that's where these little drips and drops of hope kind of come in, where mm-hmm. people tend to cling, cling to that. They cling to that, and they think that it could work out again. Well, because I, I had a girl pull that crap with me oh, really? that I dumped. And I was like, well, we can still be friends. She's like, you said we could still be friends. <laughs> you know, like two oh months later, gosh. I'm like, what? I, I don't mean that. That's just something people say. <laughs> That's why you say. Yeah. That's why you say that. Because. Because some dumb broad took it to heart. <laughs> I, want to be your, I didn't want to be your boyfriend. Why would I still want to be your friend? I think that's what I said. Yeah, you're like, I, I need was a 16. Pass. Yeah. Give me a pass. I that said it when we were breaking up because I was doing the sweet thing for you. <laughs> I think I said it's probably some really something stupid. But even at like 16 years old, thinking, why well, don't I want a girl that's just my friend? No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. This brain ain't changed. <laughs> yeah. And, but like, girls don't think that way though. And women really do think that it could, that you can make it work and make things. I got three words for those women. Uh, you're wrong. (laughs) 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 You're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But I don't know. I think that, I mean, with all of this, it, it all goes back to what your, you and your partner are most comfortable yeah, with. Your current relationship should be number one priority. Yeah. Not your past relationship. Yeah. We've talked about the kid dynamic, and even if you have to maintain some level of friendship with your partner because of your child, that is a temporary solution. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, your partnership with your current partner is long-term. It's going to outlive your child turning 18 or 22 or whatever it is whenever they become an adult in your eyes, and it's past that. And so your partnership with your current partner is... And your current relationship should be number one priority. Yeah. And if it's a problem for them, it's a problem for you. Yeah. It's like what we've said with other episodes uh-huh. as well. Yeah. And if you both are okay with it, then okay. We, I mean, we can, we'll probably disagree and say that. 
there's probably still someone has a problem with mm-hmm. it. I think someone, even if you just take the four people of the exes and the new people, mm-hmm. her new husband and his new wife or her new boyfriend and his new girlfriend, out of the four of you, really, all four of you are 100% okay with this dynamic. Yeah. And there's no animosity. There's no ill intent. There's no problems. There's no chip on their, anybody's shoulder. And if there's not, then there's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, and according to the poll, three of those four people would not be okay with it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, right. So. Yeah, if yeah, 75% of people say, no, it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're looking at, maybe you're the only one saying that it is okay yeah. out of those four people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talk to the other four people. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, and see how they feel about it. But yeah, I think that's a pretty good ending to to this episode. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Um, but as always, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.